All right, that was good stuff by Juan. I absolutely loved it. He gave you great detail on all of that. Eric, what did you think of it? I, you know, the, the guy knows his shit. Really great input. I mean, I, uh, I'm gonna have to follow him on it. I really have to. The I guy, the guy had really good content, and I, I believe in it. All right, that was good, Eric. I like that. I put you on the spot, <laughs> and you pivoted well. All right, no, it was. Listen, one. I like how he said the value is where where it is and everything like that. And I, I completely agree with him. Um, except I don't know about you guys, but I think I'm still going to go Conor McGregor first round knockout. The value mm-hmm. is there. Since we last talked to Juan, first round knockout has gone up to plus uh, 185 instead of 175. So it was plus 175. Now it has gone up 10 points to plus 185 so i'm taking that it's still you know a lot of value but again we already talked about that i'm gonna follow his picks i actually i put every single one of his picks on my uh card because uh that guy knows his shit man uh we'll definitely have him back in the future that was an awesome interview and way to go jay way to bring him in man he was good he was easy to talk to and it was a lot of fun absolutely with that being said, we're going to do stuff a little different this week. We're going to get into the NFL first. By the way, just for the listeners, I am expecting an important call. If you don't hear me, I'm going to pop off and take that call. You might hear something that sounds like a dildo on the desk. I promise you, it's not. My dildo's put away. It's my phone. So, <laughs> so with that being said, let's get into the NFL. Boys, this slate is small, but huge at the same time. I absolutely love it. What do you, um I want to start with the the Packers game. How do we feel about the Packers game? Packers are Packers are home. They're playing the Bucks. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, fantastic matchup. You know there there's what we want to happen and there's what we think is going to happen, right? Always, of course, and uh you know, I'm looking at this and I'm and I'm looking at the spread right now and you know, Tampa plus 3 Oh. You know, Brady, Brady could keep it close. He really could keep it close. Now, I just want to add something in on this. Okay, this is big. The line, we did not say the line, and I apologize. The line is minus three for the Packers. The total is 51 and a half. There is supposed to be a lot of rain. Or rain. Wind. Excuse me. Wind. They think there's going to be snow. Snow does not matter. We saw what Rodgers did to the Titans. Snow does not matter. Wind, however, boys, make sure before you bet this game, pro tip from all our listeners, it's January. It's green fucking bay. Check the weather before you place bets. If it's super windy, I am taking the under. I am going to hammer that under all day. Jeremy, you're nodding your head no. What? what, what, What's wrong? See, Flesh, that makes sense to take the under, right? Um, all of my over under picks last week made sense uh, and they were all wrong. So fade yourself this week, go with the over. I think the over is going to hit green Bay has an atrocious defense. They're going to get the ball run down their throat the entire game. I think it's going to be big rounds. I don't think it's going to be little five, 10 yard pieces. I think it's going to open up the passing game, even though it is windy, a five yard pass is going to turn into a 15 yard pass. It's going to turn into a lot of points. I think I'm going with the over on this one. 
just because it doesn't make sense. I don't like that at all. I really um, don't. That's what your mom said. Well, what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. The, all of my... Uh, when, oh, no, so that makes sense. When the weather gets bad, oh, yes. what should be a five-yard pass, when the wind is like like 20 miles per hour, it's going to turn into a 20-yard pass? Well, that's slant, fucking they're stupid. Gonna, they're gonna that's open fucking up, stupid. Open up a long play at the end. So they're going to turn a five-yard slant into a after-reception 15-yard play. They're going to be short plays. Follow. They're going to be run, run, pass, slant, run, run. You're not going to see the big bombs that Brady usually throws, but he's going to run it down their throat, and no. then he's going to do a quick pass. Boom. That's what's going to happen. And yeah, then, you know, I, I like what you're saying, Jeremy. I could see a screen getting thrown in there today. You know what I mean? It's it, run, it's, run, pass. It's the it's the it's the recipe that's going to win the game. Rogers is not going to let him get too far away. I like the Bucks plus three. Yeah, you're gonna see you're gonna see slant passes for sure, but you're not gonna see an amazing bomb happening when there's like 20, 25 mile per hour winds. You're just not. And that's exactly what I just fucking said. Maybe yeah, if we get I, lucky, we'll I, see. It. I I think what Jeremy's trying to say is that we can still hit. You know, we can still hit the over without all that bullshit. We can still hit the over without these guys throwing fucking massive bombs. You know, they're smart enough. And you have to you have to take that into account that, I mean, the offensive coordinators are devising a plan that's going to get the most out of out of their team. There's not going to be a lot of wasted plays. Yeah. Yeah. And they're smart enough to know, like, hey, we have to use our quarterbacks wisely. You know, they're they're older, you know, and thrown into the wind is going to be a challenge for for them. So, I mean, that. That stands to reason. That stands to reason. I could see big runs. You know, both out. You know, the Tampa Bay defense is nothing to write home about either, boys. That it, that it all falls down on the OC. Now, last time they played Tampa, absolutely what decisions the OC them. makes? Yeah, last time they played Tampa, absolutely destroyed him. This is what I'm worried about. Tom Brady, what is he fueled on? Revenge. What's Aaron Rodgers f- fueled on? Revenge. This game is very odd. I have no idea who's going to win. My heart is with the Bucks because I can't stand the Packers. Exactly. But yes. I don't know what's going to happen, boys. I have n- absolutely no idea. I love the under if it's windy. I know Jeremy's just throwing logic completely out, fading himself. I understand Fade that. Fade yourself. Yeah, I understand that. I get that. I get. I get why you're doing that. I do. But I just I feel really strong about the under if there's wind. If there now if there's not wind, I man I lean towards the God I lean towards the over. But then I need to reevaluate. I do look if I'm gonna be honest. I do like the Packers minus two and a half. That's my head pick. But my heart pick it just wants to go with the Bucks. I don't like the line at three. I think yeah. that I think the Packers could win at three, and I think you're looking at a push. If you can get it, like if you like Tampa, look for the hook, get three and a half. If you like Green Bay, look for it to go down a half and get two and a half. But as far as the under goes, I, look, I, like I said, check the weather. That's all there is to it. Check the weather. No, just make it easy on yourself. Throw caution to the wind. Throw logic to the wind. <laughs> Last week proved that it, if it makes sense, it's not going to fucking happen. Uh, <laughs> Browns covering against the Chiefs. Yeah, that's never going to fucking happen. That was my set in stone. It happened. Um, that's one that I didn't fade myself. I should have faded myself on every single other pick. 
What about any player props? Are we looking at anything there, boys? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, FanDuel's doing a lot of cool-ass shit, man. They're actually doing matchups 1v1 on each other. Um, It's pretty fucking cool. I really like it. Uh, It's under Conference Champ Specials. And they're, they're doing head-to-head. So you can do a QB matchup. Right now, they don't have Mahomes out yet because... um. I, I don't yeah I don't know Mahomes we don't know if he's playing for sure or not but um, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady uh, Rodgers is minus one hundred five Brady is minus one twenty I don't I, I don't feel good on that one That's a tough one to pick honestly I'm I mean you're oh, God damn it you know that that one right there. I don't know, boys. That one's hard. They they they're also doing a player on player crime. You can also do Godwin versus Mike Evans. I want to get to the one I really love. I absolutely fucking love this one. Robert Tanyan is minus one twenty five against Rob Gronkowski at minus one hundred five. Boys, load up on Tanyan. Rogers is obsessed with Tanyan. He's gonna throw to Tanyan all day. I would absolutely like lock that bet in. He does like him. He does like him. He gets a lot of targets. I mean. Yeah. Um, Flesh, what about the the whole point that we just got away from, too, with the weather? Um, We're not going to see Rodgers and Brady loading up on big passes, meaning I think Gronkowski is probably going to get a lot more looks, too, in in the smaller pass game as well. Well, see, that's why I'm going with Tanyan. Yeah, tight ends, baby. Keep it yeah. short. Keep it short. Well, Tanya and Gronkowski, like they're both going to get a lot of looks. I think that's going to be a close bet. I, the, I agree, but I just Tanya, dude, he loves Tanya. Like Tanya's like the second behind Adams and everything. Gronkowski is Brady's second son's father. He loves Gronkowski. Gronk can't, dude, Gronk's numbers are not that good this year. That's true. It's not the same Gronk. It's well, and it like when you have Antonio Brown. And you have Mike Evans, and you have Chris Godwin. We'll we'll see. I I I honestly I don't know. Yeah, no, I like it. I like Tanya. I take my words back. Yeah, sorry. I'm looking. Uh, we got that bet going right now, and oh, the three two. Yeah, we have to hit uh, two two three pointers in one minute, and there's already a foul. Great. Well, we got two minutes left. We'll see what happens. Um. So, what else? What are the matchups do you guys like? Because I, I said some of the receiving, but I, I'll be honest. One of the ones I really like is um. They have combined yards, um, for total points, and the under over in both games is one one hundred and four and a half. The under is favored. I, I I don't know about that. Again, check the wind, but I st- I still I don't know. I do love boys. Aaron Jones versus Leonard Fournette. Aaron Jones is minus one eighty five. Leonard Fournette, who has been getting the ball like crazy, is plus one fifty. I would take that. 
It's a little risky. I wouldn't put too many units on it, but I would take that all day. I yeah, I'm with you, Flesh. I, I I really like that plus one fifty at on on Fournette for rushing matchups. I mean <clears throat> he gets the ball all the time. Like they're always giving him the ball. Like, Eric, isn't I don't, he coming off of a big performance too? Yeah, yeah. Like Bruce Arians yeah. has consistently said, like Eric was just harping on. Like he's been playing good, and Bruce Arians has been saying, That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's all he's been saying. So, you know, Ronald Jones has been out, and they're just pounding the ball with him. And I feel like I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to get that much. I don't know. I, I'm i going to look right now and see his stats and see what he has and what he's working with. That's why I don't understand why the lines are not the lines, but the odds are where they're at. You got Aaron Jones at negative 185. And Fournette at plus 150. Like, they always give Fournette the ball. I don't understand why the odds are where they're at. Yeah, I don't either. I'm looking right now for the... He splits uh, his carries with Donald, too. Well, he but he hasn't been. That's the thing. They've just been doing Fournette, Fournette, Fournette. Like, Bruce Arians, I don't know why. All of a sudden, like, the playoffs come around, and he's obsessed with Fournette. And I don't get it. But, like, he's been the guy getting the majority of the carries this season. Yeah, I think it's like a last season Zeke uh, Zeke split back. Like, Fournette is getting, I'd say, probably, what, 80%? But still, Donald's getting a two. And whoever, you got to think, what if Donald has one or two big breakoffs? And then he switches or transitions to giving Donald the ball more than uh, Fournette. Right. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. Last uh, last matchup, Aaron Jones got the ball 10 times for only 15 yards. Oof. Last time the Packers played. Now it is in Lambeau. I don't – what do you guys think? I mean, I'm with – me, I think me and Eric are riding on the same thing here. I'm yeah, taking like, Fournette, man. At plus 150, I'm, I'm going Fournette. Yeah. yeah, I like that too. Just numbers-wise, the value is there. He, I mean, he's he's been getting the touches – and the praise is there, you know, you, I mean, you hear it. So, you know, they're favoring him. It just seems like it makes the most sense to me. Yeah. And Green Bay's run defense is fucking garbage too. So, well, let's talk about the next game a little bit. Now we, we broke down the matchups. I absolutely love those matchups, by the way. Um, I'm pretty sure we're about to lose our bet boys, our live bet. Yeah. Thanks. Barstool or, but not Barstool. Sorry. Bleacher. Re- Bleacher, bleacher report betting or whatever. Like bleachers, they were like, "Oh, we're we're one and five on the year, or or like we're five and one, and blah blah blah." And like, I don't even think a three got hit. Wait, one did. One hit and two were missed. We lost. Wait, that's not the right sound. No, that's it's uh, what was the show? Bum, 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 bum. Price is right. Loser game show. Sorry. Price is right. That's what it, exactly what it is. Yeah. So um, the next game were is like did I say it already? I'm sorry. I I got. I'm so sorry. I got. This is why we can't do live betting. 
This is what a show would be like if we fucking live bet. Everyone would be glued to the TV. I'm sitting here on my fucking phone trying to like scroll through shit. And I'm like, did we hit? I don't know. How many threes were there? It's oh dangerous. My gosh. The slippery slope, my friend. Yeah, it really is. Um, so the next game, this game, Mahomes is going to play, in my opinion. I'm he fucking, has to play. I'm he fucking stoked. I'm absolutely stoked for it. It's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah. See, damn, I got in early. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew what? it. The what? over was at, I locked my over in at 51 and a half. It is now 53 and a half. Hmm. The over is moving. I love the over. I absolutely love the over in this the, game. I love that over. Flesh, I'm not going to disagree with you. I love that over at 53 and a half. What scares me is that Mahomes is coming off of a concussion protocol, right? So if he takes one hit that anyone looks at it and says like, oh, 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 shit, like we need to pull him out again, whether it's the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, it could affect the entire game. And that, like, I love that fucking over. Now, Mahomes but, does have turf toe, too. Jeremy called it. I thought it was broken. Jeremy wasn't even yeah. watching the game, and somehow he had psychic abilities and called the fucking turf toe. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good eye. A, I called it. Good, good eye. eye. Good eye was for not even watching Jeremy the was saying game. it, and I'm like, what the That's, hell is turf toe? What is turf toe? And Jeremy explained it. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. That makes sense. Thanks, college. <laughs> yeah. An overextension. Thank, yeah. thank you, college degree. Yeah. That does nothing. That, that, does, that <laughs> doesn't do anything for my job right now. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you guys think as far as the game goes? Look, I'm kind of staying away and going. The reason I like the over, and let me just explain for the listeners here, is this. Okay? I could see a blowout by both teams. I could see the Chiefs blowing out the Bills as easy as the Bills blowing out the Chiefs. I mean, I've never seen someone make so much improvement in my life with uh, Josh Allen, and I have never, ever seen someone like Patrick Mahomes. We and Now, I know he has turf toe, but my God, man, he's so young and youthful right now, he could throw Flesh. the ball 80 yards flat-footed. Flesh. Yeah. He has turf toe, and you forgot to add in that he can't count to 10 right now, so... Um, <laughs> okay, here's too. the thing about that. Have you guys read about this? What? They're saying he ha- that he never had a concussion. So there's a lot of fishy stuff. Who's, who's saying that? They're saying he never had a concussion. And the Somebody Chiefs are that reporting he that he got. Ch- the Chiefs are reporting he was choked out. That when his head went down like that, he lost air and was choked out. He isn't. Pr- he is in concussion protocol. But the league has stated he never had a concussion. They kept him out because of his response to how he got up from the field, from the hit. You can't know. They're, you go into concussion protocol after you get hit. They have to test you. Jeremy, this so is called yes this, no. No, this is called the NFL needs their money man in the Super Bowl. That's what this okay. is. That's what this is. Yep. Okay. Okay, but this, this seems like a good uh, back and forth, right? It's like... You know what the NFL likes to do, just to maintain their image, and what Jeremy knows from his college degree, 
of <laughs> what's factual and what's not, right? Jesus Christ. I, I, I would like to hear from Jeremy. You know, Jeremy's spin on what the NFL is doing just to you know, put a what, weird spin what, on it. What they could have done, too, is they could have purposely not – said that he had a king they could have done the test he could have his eyes his pupils could have been the size of a fucking quarter for all we know and he could have been tracking a pin over here looking to the left and the pins over on the right we don't know that we weren't in that tent we weren't in the back but the chiefs could have pleaded their case to say please do not say that he has a concussion officially right now because then he would be under very strict return to game protocol um, and with that, they left the door open for Mahomes to go sleep for probably a day or two fully, like 24 hours of sleep, put him in a, put a uh, tube in his stomach, let him feed, put him down for 24 hours, let him recover there and then get him back into watching film, practicing, so on and so forth. That's one thing that I bet they, they could have done is just have him not officially say that he had a concussion to leave the door open for him to return and they could shove whatever bullshit story down your throat that they want. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen, guys. But I don't know. It, have any of y'all ever been choked out in two seconds? No, but I have been choked out, and it, it does happen pretty quick. I've been choked. Yeah, it took about thirty seconds once in my life. It, it depends like on it, how fast like it takes. Two seconds. It. I feel like it takes longer than two seconds. It takes longer. Thank you, Jay. Jay hit the yeah. nail on the head. He gets it takes the longer. Yeah, because you know you're you're putting up a fight. You're putting up a fight. Hit the nail on the head. <laughs> So Jay gets the gold star in this class. The gold nail. Good job, Jay. Jay. Yeah, but my my here here's a little devil's advocate on this one. If you look at the play, he does not hit his head at all. That was very odd for me. I I don't know, um, but I do know the NFL is shady as fuck. And if he wants to play, if they want him to play, he's gonna fucking play. So it is what it is. Does anyone? feel any certain way on the line itself uh i feel a certain way on the over under i think the over makes a lot of sense like you both said so <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and i'm taking the under so, <laughs> you know but 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 just to go back to that jerry just to go back to to the over you know the points that uh, that the tyler was making earlier make a lot of sense but you know also you do have to consider that that the bills like to let they like to let teams back in yeah True. You know, so, so, the, so the, the Bills can jump ahead and they like to let teams back back in. And I mean, good lord, if we know I mean, if they let the Chiefs back in, I mean they're and Mahomes is playing, I mean they're gonna come roaring back. You're, so that over that over, I, I think it's gonna hit. You're I do the, too, Jay. I do too. Don't get me wrong, I think it's gonna hit. But I'm not gonna lose my money this weekend. Okay. I lo- I, hey man, I locked it in early, guys, <laughs> so I'm good. I got yeah, it. that's a whole other four points past what what flesh locked in at. I'm good. Right? You, you locked in at fifty. At fifty one. Fifty one. Okay. I think 50. I locked in at fifty one. Let me I'm check. So I don't know for sure. Let me check. But I'm kind of pissed off we lost her. I mean, I uh, like it. Don't get me wrong. I love the over, but at the same time, based on my card last week, the one consistent thing that I did was not call the total points right. That's the one consistent thing I did. And I, I thought about those for hours. Logically, what can happen, what cannot happen? And uh, Mahomes uh, can't count to 10, breaks his toe in half with the turf. 
No, I lied. Uh, I locked in at 53. Yeah. I'm taking the under. <laughs> I locked in at 53 and a half. You know what? I hate to say this, but I'm 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 kind of with Jeremy on this. Like I can't remember which game it is. I'm trying to look it up right now. Look, the which Bills one? are the Bills are consistent very consistent with putting up a fuck ton of points. Yeah. Every game. But there was one game and 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 goddamn I'm trying to look it up right now to try to figure out which game it was. There, here we go. Here we go. Last week, the divisional round. Bills versus Ravens. Versus the Ravens. Bills put up 17 points against the Ravens, and the Ravens only put up three points. Like, that's the one thing that has me concerned about that over-under, is that, you know, the, the, the Bills are really damn good at putting up points. I mean, you look at every other game they played this year – they put up anywhere between 30 and 50 points. I mean, you know, 32 here, 44 there, 48 there. And then that one game in the divisional round where they only put up 17 points. That's the one thing that scares me. Yeah, last time they met, the uh, the total was 43. It was 26 to 17 Chiefs earlier this season. So the over is due. Yeah, but, but, but over was ten points this away. Postseason, right? The over is you know, due. So we're talking about what? The over's due is what you're telling me. The over, I guess it's due, but at the same time, they played each other really well. You're right, Fle- dude. Flesh, you take the over. I'm gonna do what you say. You I already always did. With, with <laughs> you do that, but I remember. I, I think I'm gonna ride with flesh. I'm gonna ride with flesh on the over. I can't. I can't ride with logic. I can't ride with logic this time, boys. I'm going unders. I'm going under over. <laughs> In the opposite order. We're doing the opposites. I'm I, I did. Hey, I did that last week, and I I didn't do too hot. You got fifty percent. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, see, I see what you're doing. You're putting the butter on the bottom of the toast, on the underside of the toast. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're not put flipping it, your toast around. No, sir. You're putting the butter on the underside of the toast. Tastes totally that's, different. That's where the heat is. That's where the heat is, buddy. Yeah. If the, the butter hits your tongue first. Hey, you know, <laughs> statistically, I think I have to ride with flesh on this, right? Like, here's here's where I'm torn. So now we're in a, a fucking conference championship game. Here's where I'm torn. When, when you get into the postseason, divisional games, conference games, shit is totally different than the preseason games. But statistically, the Bills, they put up points, man. They put points on the board. They both, fucking put points on the board. Both defenses are suspect to me. They really are. Oh, Bills defense you think is suspect? I think the Bills defense is probably the uh, probably the best defense in in postseason right now. A left they, end but the well, fourth. In in postseason though, Jeremy, what is what is what is that saying? Are you telling us that they're a solid defense? Or are you saying they're a solid defense amongst the group? What do you what I think you, they're a solid defense amongst the group, but I still think that they're gonna be hmm, so is that the same thing? Or would you, are you saying they're a solid defense? Maybe. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills plus three. I'm going oh. under. 
I'm doing what doesn't make sense. I think the Bills are going to take it. I think the Bills are going to win this game, but I want the points to be safe. Um, and I think I think it's going to go over, but I think logically speaking from last week of learning from my mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going under. And from the previous time these two, te- two, two the previous time these two teams met. So I'm going under. I think that the Bills are due. I think they're riding a fucking tsunami wave of momentum into this fucking game. I think it's going to be insane. All right. I'm I'm not going with the fastest fat guy. I'm calling him all fat. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I can say that I'm fat. I'm saying we're hitting the over. We're hitting the over. I'm not saying that all of a sudden one one team is gonna is, is gonna pull off this performance is gonna slow their team down. No, no, no. I can't. I can't see. I can't see it happening. Who who has de- like who has Buffalo played in this postseason that's been electric? I mean, the Ravens were horrible again. The Ravens choke. Are you saying the Chiefs were electric electric in their performance last week? No, I'm saying they got an electric guy. They got electric talent that can go off at any second. Assuming that assuming that he is not concussed. Oh, he's playing. It doesn't matter if oh, he's, he's concussed playing. or not. He's playing. he's playing. It's like playing with Mahomes versus playing with somebody that can't count to 10. I mean, you, I don't know. Yeah, I I I don't know. It, it it depends, man. I I I'd rather take my shot with Mahomes, man. <laughs> I mean, Allen can Allen can do it too, right? Like Allen can put up the points too, so I I don't I love the over. I don't know how you can't love the over, man. I fucking love it too, Flush, but I'm learning from my mistakes. Okay. <laughs> I loved, I loved the over with the Browns and Chiefs last week. I loved the under with or I loved the over with the Saints um Saints Bucks last week. That went under. Look, it, I loved in, in, oh. in Jeremy's defense, in Jeremy's defense, these motherfuckers are craving for that title. They are craving for it. To the, to the They're going to be fighting harder. Yeah, exactly. Not just the offense. Yeah, okay, great. So the Chiefs have a really great offense, and the Bills have a really great offense. But the defense, we got to focus on that too. The defensive line, they're going to be fighting their hearts out to make sure that the opposing team does not score another fucking goal. They're gonna, I, yeah, they're going to turf Mahomes' other toe. I see shootout, man. Yeah, possibly. I saw a shootout last week because Baker was being Baker, though. So the Browns just let us all down. Oh, they let wasn't Baker, down. dude. No one could catch a fucking ball on that team. Yeah, I really can't put it on Baker. I felt like he played really well, well man. I wanted well at the same time. No, that was rally. That was okay. all on the receivers. I still I want Baker to succeed though. I want him to get past his rec- I want him to make it happen. Mahomes would make it happen if he doesn't have a concussion with or without his receiving core. He's going to win that game if he does not have a concussion. He could probably hit the over on his own. Um but now America's just relying on the Bills, you know? I think all of America is waiting for the Bills to win the championship. They want him to go to the Super Bowl. They want they want to have the the matchup against Brady versus the Bills and the Super Bowl, the final showdown of uh, of Brady trying to ruin Bills fans' hopes and dreams and ambition one more time in another division on the big stage. I think that's going to be a story 
for a lifetime. How horrible would that be? Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> like how hard would you cry as like a, a lifelong Bills fan if that happened? I don't know, guys. I rough. That's that, rough. That, that's all I got for the NFL. Let's uh let's move on. Guys, something happened today. Flush, you are the king of transitions. Let me let me tell you. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Did everyone just that's... get quiet there and I had to fill no. time? I like your yeah, transitions. No, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, I loved it. No, it was smooth. I just see, I just see, see that's what I'm the, talking the about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Let's That's let's rewind. No, let's rewind the clock. And you you explain what you put on our Instagram. You son of a bitch. Mm. Oh, Breeze! One more year. One more year. One more year of watching you barely throw a ball. One more year. One more year of going to almost the big stage, taking your team further than the Cowboys have been uh, consecutively, season after season, taking you further than the Bears have been in a goddamn decade. That's uh, fine. I yeah, still don't want to see him. I would still take Breeze over most quarterbacks in the NFL right now, and I'd be willing to say that. Right now. Like with right now. I would for take next year. Right now, is he a top ten quarterback in the NFL? Even top with his fucking noodle arm. Top fifteen. Let's go fifteen. <laughs> top 15. So half the league? Yes. I would take him over really? most other quarterbacks in the league right now. I would take Breeze hey. over most other quarterbacks in the league. He played well. He played hard. It just didn't work <laughs> out for him. He's washed. You could see it. I he, would still take him over like nine, uh, not ninety. Uh, uh, Jameis Winston, Winston had the longest pass of the Saints season. Your Honor, I rest my case. Ah, uh, you got a point. I don't know. I was emotional. <laughs> you yeah. were emotional. I had to pick on you. You were picking on my transitions. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's 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 a bit of nostalgia, and that's okay. It's okay, yeah. you know. Fuck you! I won't breeze again. Jeremy's laying in bed saying, "Hey, can we get cuddles?" No, I gotta go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Never to be seen again. So you heard in the background. So something fucking no, it was something fucking nuts happened today. Something absolutely. I shit my pants when I saw it. I know Jay saw it. It's, oh, it happened. Liverpool has been beat finally at home, 1-0 Burnley. I cannot believe this. Was it the first time in 68 matches, Flesh? That's fucking nuts. Burnley of all teams. Burnley spends their time teetering between the top tier of, of English football and then the second division, which is a championship. It's You know what? You know what I, I, I instantly did is... I I went to go look at this at the at the scoreline. I said, "Was it an own goal? What happened?" You know, it was a penalty, right? It was like a penalty in the eighty third minute. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh. I can't believe it. I don't even know what the line, what the, what the money line was for for Burnley, but Burnley on Burnley on I could get him at plus six hundred. Plus six hundred. Yeah, you you're looking at six that, to though. one. Right? Like, you wouldn't have called that. You wouldn't have called... I would have never called that. I would have never called that. Yeah. No, you're right, Jeremy. I, I would I would be more inclined with calling something like, you know, one of those teams that kind of bogs you down in the midfield, like uh, like a Southampton, you know, uh, a, a team like that that you say, you know, hey, they're... they're wait, didn't they lose to Southampton or they drew with him? I don't remember. But <laughs> I, I, I just know Southampton is a problematic team. Southampton's also like the feeder school for Liverpool. It is. It is. They, like it is. train your players. We will come take them with all of our riches. 
Yeah, we'll pay you top dollar for your like for being our farm club, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Um, Great. Now Jeremy's showing off his gun. This is just turning into a gun podcast where we're just. (laughs) Whoa. What? Jay's taking out his trouser snake. What? Oh, Jesus. No. Oh, Jesus. No. So what's happening here? Are we are we are we looking at the other English Premier League games? Yeah, let's get into them. Uh, Jay, let's get I, into the soccer. I don't understand. I feel I could be wrong here, but like Jeremy brought up an interesting point, right? You can't call those big clubs like those big upsets in soccer. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. I feel like you can with certain teams. Uh, Arsenal used to be one. We're not getting those kind of numbers now. We can get upset very easily. I did this earlier in the year. I stand by it. Watch Man United. If they get on a roll and then they kind of play a weaker team and they're away, they kind of underestimate and boom. You're. I mean, I don't know if you're necessarily looking upset, but I do like draws in certain situations. Yeah, they did win us money this week, though, boys. They did win us money, man. United came through for us, boys. Yeah, they, they did. did. They did. Uh, they they had us nervous. We were sweating. We were sweating, but uh, they came through for us in the end. I, I can't see what you're saying, though, Flesh. I feel like they have that tendency that's always in their back pocket, you know. It's always up their sleeve. That's a card they can play. All of a sudden, they're going to drop a draw on us, and you just have to say, well, God damn it. I don't I, I just don't know what the fuck happened there, you know, but um, because it usually seems to happen against teams that you say to yourself, like, it's in the bag. It's yeah, in the bag. Exactly. That's that's what they do. They do that. You know, when um, now that they're in a title race, you know, I, I, I don't trust their manager as much as I would trust the manager from from another top side. You know, yeah, he has a history of, of, uh, of blowing games. So. You know, so, so let's I, I can go, see what you're saying, but you, we got to find the one, though. We got to spot right, it, right? Right. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. I mean, look, eh, soccer, there's always some huge upsets, right? Like West Brom versus Man City. West Brom is plus 1,400. That is not going to happen. I don't no. see that happening. No. Um, let, let's talk about those some of the games that are coming yeah. up and going on and, and uh, what we're dealing with over the weekend. It was hard to pick them, though. I, I I went down the list. I looked at Aston Villa, Newcastle. Newcastle's had a bad run of form. But, um, you know, Aston Villa at minus 210. I don't like that all that much just, just for, for value's sake, you know. And I went down the list. I saw, I saw uh, Newcastle and Leeds. But uh, the romance Ooh. is over, boys. I'm done with Leeds. I'm I done with too. it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Leeds is... Look, I love Marcelo Bielsa, one of my personal heroes. I love him, but I just, um, man, they they just keep letting me down. They keep losing me money. You know, I'm I'm starting to sour on them. No. I do like when you look at the next matchup, though. You got Crystal Palace and West Ham. Crystal Palace is at home in a notoriously difficult statement to play in, right? But West Ham is on a roll. I've been rolling with the Hammers. They're swinging, boys. The hammers are swinging. They've been hot. I mean, you you can't count them out. You can't count them out. And they're they're away to Crystal Palace, but they're plus one thirty on the money line. And I like that. After that, 
you know, speaking of Southampton and how they're troublesome, Southampton is home to Arsenal. Arsenal's plus 130, but I think we turned the corner. I think Arsenal turned the corner, and I think that they're ready to make some real progress. They are. They are. So what I'm saying is I'm going to fade myself, and I'm going to go with Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm so afraid of uh, – you, you, my, my emotional connection with this team is so strong that – you know, I'm so afraid of jinxing them and things like that. So um, I'm willing to bet money on Southampton so that I don't jinx Arsenal. How ridiculous is that, you know? But uh, That's not that far-fetched. But, yeah, aside from that, look, there's a lot of other games that are hard to pick. I will tell you this. I saw Everton and Leicester, and, I, and Everton is plus 190 at home to Leicester. Leicester's been hot. Leicester's plus 145 away. The draw is plus 240. I think both teams will score. And if you look at both teams to score, that is minus 156. I think both teams will score. Tyler, what do you think? Yeah, I I, I can't disagree with that at all. I really can't. I, I like I like where you're going and I, I'd ride with that for sure. Yeah. I will say um you know, I, I took a bigger dip into other leagues this week than, than I normally do. And I'm sure Eric noticed it on the cards. Because well, let's there, talk there about were, those. There were, there were lots, of, lots of saucy names. In La Liga, I only picked one. Celta Vigo is at home to Ibar, right? And they're plus 105 against Ibar. Ibar is a very small team, and I believe it's in the northeast of Spain. It's tiny. It's their, their stadium is not much bigger than a high school football stadium in, in the United States, you know, and... Um, Hey, Jay. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Can I, can I, I got to interrupt. I got to thank you really quick for making more than, than two picks on your card with me. Uh, it's hard to put a lot of picks on the card and put your neck out there. So thank you for making more than two or three picks hey, uh, with me, you know, I providing went, the viewers with some, something to go with, you know, I went with volume and I wanted to provide the viewers and the listeners, uh, yeah. you know, with options, options, yeah. you know, maybe you don't like everything that I'm serving out. You know, but um, yeah. you know that, that that's on you as your prerogative. I was trying to go with uh, quality over quantity, and I I didn't do too good, but that's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, volume shooter, baby, volume shooter. Yeah, Iverson, let's go. After that, did you look at Serie A flesh, the I Italian have, league? I have not right now. I was. Li- did you go? Everything's happening so fast for me right now. Did you cover La Liga yet, or did you go to? Serie yeah, a? I, only, I only made one pick in La Liga because the other ones made me nervous. Yeah, I didn't like La Liga that much this week, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm going to Serie A now. No, but you're right though because the, there wasn't a lot of value in the lines, and, and, and I just did it. I didn't see it. I the only one that I really liked was Vigo, Celta Vigo. It jumped out at me because I think they're seventh in the league and they're playing Ibar, which is. Uh, close to relegation and Celta Vigo's at home. They essentially play in the Seattle of Spain, the, in the Northwest corner of Spain. And it's rainy all the time. It's a, it's not, it's not the easiest place to play. Right. I, I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it. So, uh, you know, what I was mentioning earlier about the Serie A, the Italian league is that we have a, we have a very tight race on top. Right. And for the first time in a long time, it's not Juventus. It's AC Milan and their city rivals, Inter Milan, right? So AC Milan, for some reason, is plus 165 at home. 
versus Atalanta. Atalanta is a well-coached team. They're an exciting team to watch, but they're having some internal disputes because their best player, Papu Gomez, is asking to be traded. He's asking, he's asking to be sold. He wants, he wants to leave. So I'm going to bank on the fact that that's going to affect the team negatively. And also they're playing against a team that is fighting to stay in control of, of the Italian league to stay on the top of the table. And at plus 165, that's money all day. I would never leave that on the table. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take that one. I like inner this week too, a lot. Oh yeah. Inner's at minus 175, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Versus Udinese and Udinese is an okay team. But Inter knows that they have to win. I don't know about that, Jay. They're pretty bad. Udinese? Yeah. I just like saying it, though. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, if we break them down, they're not very – they're usually (laughs) mid-table or lower table every year. A lot of times they're fighting relegation, too, Jay. Well, Inter do have to win. Yeah, would you parlay those two? So I think that the value is there in the parlay. That's what I was going to mention because they're minus 175. I would parlay. Parlay the comes Milan, in at Milan teams. If you parlay those two together, you're looking at plus 116 or plus 316. Sorry. Plus 316. Let's do it. Austin That's 316. Value. Let's do it. I'm going to take that. Honestly, I'm going to parlay that. So that's what I would do. One more in the Italian league for the listeners. Lazio is at home to Sassuolo. Lazio is minus one forty-five. Nice, and they're and they're hot too. Nice. Do you have? Are you? What else? Are you? Are you in anywhere else? Or is that it? Yeah, I took a look at the French league at the at oh. Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Ligue 1. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, Monaco is also in a title race. And they're at home to Marseille. Marseille is in sixth place in the French league, but they've been doing re- remarkably bad. I think that they, you know, they let a lot of goals in. I don't think their defensive record is good enough to hold off Monaco. Monaco is, I mean, they're, I believe they're in second. So it's really, really close. And the third place team is right on Monaco's heels. So Monaco needs to win. They're at home. Marseille did this did, did this thing where they got rid of a bunch of their senior players and they're playing a lot of young players, like academy players. They have players that are on loan. And, uh, and they seem to be investing for the future in a rebuild, which is fine, which is fine. Marseille is one of the traditionally more, more powerful, more successful teams in France. Right. But Monaco at minus 135, that's a win. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Finito. I don't know though. I'm not. I'm just kind of like pausing because I'm not very. I'm familiar with legal, but I'm just. I haven't been keeping up that much. I'm going to be complete transparency. I've not been keeping it up as much as I should be this year. So I'm definitely out on that one. Well, Tyler, the last team, the last team to win the the to win league on that was not uh, PSG was Monaco. And that that was not that was when they had Mbappe, right? Yeah, what is that like 2017? Yeah, and then the PSG goes, Oh, you have Mbappe? We have Mbappe. 
I think they took more than him too, but that was that Monaco team that got raided and had all these fucking stars. And uh, Chelsea came in knocking on the door, kicking the door open, actually. And uh, man, everyone just came and raided that squad. Straight, they 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 really did. They straight berated it. So let's get into a little ice puck. Let's talk a little ice puck here. This, this is, is the new. Moment. We have this not. Is the moment. This is new. We have not been doing this a lot. Uh, I have been trying to study and get into hockey a bit. There is certain now. I lost last night. I'm not, again, full transparency. There's a little hack we've been doing where you just kind of pick like three teams. You can do four. You can do as many as you want. And you can bet if there will be overtime or not. I like to bet that there's going to be no overtime. You can parlay those together. If you sometimes like, if you get three teams, you can get like ten for eight. It's a real nice way to nickel and dime, but still be a little safe. I suggest if you do do that, do your homework a little bit on that. As far as I do have a tidbit. Now I'm not a huge hockey guy, but I've been I've been I've been paying very close attention to this. Okay. The Chicago Blackhawks are horrible, okay? They're absolutely horrible. They're playing the Detroit Red Wings tomorrow. This will probably be up by tomorrow. Here's a little tidbit. Now, right now, the under-over is at 6.5. The Blackhawks have offense and no defense. If the Blackhawks are ever at 5.5 as the total... I would hammer that over until you lose. Um, It seems to be very profitable. They keep hitting the over this year. And then also another little tidbit for live betting. Dude, the Golden Knights are very good. And if the Golden Knights go down early or go down by a goal in the first period, try to bet them live on the money line. There's a lot of value there, and they always seem to come back and win. So I would keep your eyes on the Golden Knights. For that, and uh, I would also keep your eye on the Chicago Blackhawks for the over. Like I said, though, right now the over for the Red Wings game is six and a half. I don't know. I like it. I mean, um, the Blackhawks are coming off of a loss in overtime to the Panthers, and they lost four to five. So that's nine goals right there. The the over's really hot right now. You can also bet stuff like both teams to score. But it's absolutely ridiculous in hockey. Both teams to score is minus one, one thousand five one. Jesus, sorry, I'm having a brain aneurysm. One thousand four hundred fifty. But hey, if you like, if you like a team and you say they got good defense, you know shutouts are big. You know both teams not to score. You you're looking at plus seven hundred. So that's seven to one odds right there. So I like that. I gotta, I gotta say, Flesh. You know, uh, you know, I don't know a lot about the puck either, but um, I'm interested in dipping my toes in the water and just seeing what it's like. You know, tapping my toes on the ice and see how it feels. And uh, I like this overtime bet that you're riding with the old it, ice biscuit. Yeah, it's Ooh, nice. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know how good the Red Wings are. I, I'd have to look it up. Do your research though, because listen, Chicago can score. Chicago is favored in this game. The uh the the over at six and a half is actually plus one ten. 
So, like I said, Chicago, no defense, a lot of offense. If they, it just depends on who they're playing and and everything like that. But yeah, I would definitely look into that. I would definitely also look into fading a little bit the Pittsburgh Penguins. The they have an aging team. They are not the same Penguins as before. In last game, they started their third string goalkeeper, and I do not know his name. Like I said, I am not very educated in hockey, but these are good tips. Trust me on that. That's that's my hockey talk. I does anyone have anything to add on that? What do we know about the Flyers, man? They're I, feel, I feel like the Flyers are going to be hot this year. Flyers are good. I don't know why you know? I don't know the puck, but I got a gut feeling the fucking Flyers this year. Take a flyer um, on the Flyers, man. Flyers yeah, good, yeah. Flyers are good. Good call out. Same thing with the Avalanche. Avalanche are fucking explosive right now. So. They, uh, I think, opening week they beat they they won eight to zero against uh, was it the Red Wings? I forgot the team, but they just fucking annihilated them. They're explosive on the offensive side. So yeah, like the that. Red Wings. Detroit sucks too. So you might want to stay. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, Detroit does suck. I'm looking up some stuff. You might want to stay away from that Chicago and Detroit game. Yeah, but in the future, yeah. look at look at Detroit and look at Golden. If Golden State goes down, they seem to be the comeback guys early. Now that could change. There Golden are different State. seasons to hockey. But as bad as the Chicago Blackhawks suck, the Brooklyn Nets are not too far behind in this category. Kyrie Irving returns, and everything <laughs> goes to shit. I gotta say. I gotta say, now that you're bringing this up, you know, I didn't know how it was gonna play out. I didn't know how it was gonna play out, but uh, I, I looked at the numbers. You know, them losing to to Cleveland, and then just looking at the numbers that they put up. I mean, the big three had a big game. That's the thing. I talked about this with Flesh earlier. It's not that they're bad. It's not that Kyrie's bad. They have no fucking defense. And see, and that that's what I wanted to lean into. I was gonna ask you guys. If you felt like, you know, in order for them to get numbers like this, I mean, they have to sacrifice defense. They have to sacrifice defense. They have to just be willing to, to take some L's on defense and get the ball back because everybody wants theirs, man. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't I don't know, but um, I was really curious to see how it was going to play out. And I thought it was kind of funny that, uh, that Sexton put up 42 points. Right, it was like forty-two. It was around 40, 42 on, yeah. on Kyrie. Too, yeah. You know? I mean, I don't like Kyrie. I don't. I don't like Sexton much either. But um, they beat the big. They they beat the uh, the next big three in parentheses uh, without LeBron James, Cleveland Cavaliers. That's insane. Come on now. Yeah, look, I don't. I don't even know what to say to all this, man. I. I think Kyrie's a cancer. I think he is, man. Uh, rumor is him and Durant are already fighting. I'll tell you what, if something happens to Kyrie, whether unfortunately it be injury or something else, watch out for the Nets. I mean, if it's just I, if it's just Durant and Harden, that, that makes too good of a team, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm so you disagreeing with you, Flash. Like, I, I don't think Kyrie is the problem. I don't. I think if they were fighting, if they were feuding, especially after last night, it's because he lost after scoring over 120 points in a fucking game. Yeah, I disagree, be, man. Kyrie, I, Kyrie's a cancer, dude. 
everywhere he goes, that cancer spreads. You know what I what I'm hearing. What I'm hearing is that the reason that they brought in Harden was because of what Flesh alluded to earlier that Katie and Kyrie are already having problems. And the Nets organization said to themselves, hey, you know, we want to make sure that we can keep KD because his contract is coming up. How are we going to keep him? We know that Kyrie is not enough of an incentive because they have a tumultuous relationship already. We need to bring in his boy, his old homie from OKC. We're going to bring him in. We're going to we're putting the band back together. Yeah. So to speak, minus the drummer. Cause he's in he's in Washington. You this know? is terrible. <laughs> no, 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 yes. no. Because he might yes. just do the beat of his own drum, man. Because he might yes. just do the beat of his well, own drum. Hey, no, him and Harden don't get along anymore. Yeah, because Harden real knows real, dude. Harden didn't like him. Well, Westbrook. and then like I guess the organ the Rockets organization was all around Harden. And like when Harden yeah. would walk into a room or some 15 minutes late or like it'd be like 30 minutes late. Westbrook would stand up and be like, come on, let's we're, we're done waiting on this motherfucker. Let's go. And they're like, no, we wait for Harden. And he's like, man, fuck this. So so I like that. I like that. All that stuff that's spilling out of the Rockets organization. I enjoy hearing because I'm hearing that Harden would get or, or would skip practices, wouldn't go to practices, would would be missing for for days uh, days at a time and uh and Russell Westbrook wasn't having it he just wanted everyone to be treated the same which is something that I, that I respect i think he you know he's about the effort he's about the the chemistry in the locker room and um everyone else was just keeping their mouth shut and saying like well well fuck it i mean you know this guy he uh he runs the show you know but ultimately i don't think that can be good for the locker room or for the chemistry here's the thing okay here's the thing Kyrie doesn't want to play second fiddle. So what happens when he's third fiddle? Because he's third fiddle. That's Absolutely. just the fact right now. He didn't want to do it with LeBron, even though LeBron won him a championship. He went to fucking Boston and turned it into a shit show. He gets his yeah. fight, trade the Nets, and then they get Durant. And now, oh, wait, hold on. They're bringing in this other guy. The, to me, you're just stirring the pot. It's going to be a disaster in the making, in my opinion. I would stay and, far away from the Nets. And now ask yourself, ask yourself, Jeremy, the game is on the line. You're in the playoffs. What's going to happen when Kyrie consistently gets passed on for that last shot? It's going to happen in the first round. It's going to happen in the second round. He's going to start making some noise. He's going to start rattling the cage because yeah. he's going to be, he's going to be like, no, 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 no. They're so, they I'm the so big lion fucking... here. I'm the big lion. I got to get out. He's going to start rattling the cage, man. I just, I, because you know, who's, who's taking the, you know, who's taking the last shot. It's Durant. And then after that, we're, I mean, we're, we're going hard and right. Are there any arguments? Hold on. Hold on. Not for me. Not for Hold me. On. Hold on. Okay. I think they got Harden in there to play team ball with Durant, who is a fucking superstar on his own, 38 points last night. Kyrie has proven he doesn't fucking need 
a cast. So you can have Kyrie to just be a free radical, just go score points, hit 37 points, one point under Durant last night, hit 37 points without any help after, after taking seven games off, no court rest, no nothing. Just let this fucker go off and score a shit ton of points. And we'll let Durant and Harden play ball together. And then Durant will average another 38 points on top of that. I don't think Kyrie is going to get too butthurt because like Westbrook, he's just going to do it on his own. So, I'm 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 confused about about his role though because from from what I've seen, free radical. You know, it, it feels like it feels like like Durant is gonna take he's gonna occupy a similar role to what what he did when he was in Golden State, which means I think that he's gonna spot up shoot a lot, and I think he's gonna have the ball in his hands less. So. What they did with him in Golden State with was well, you basically had Steph running, basically a pick and roll, and then you had KD, you know, standing on the standing on the wings, ready ready for for ready to you know take a jump shot. But um, I mean, I can see Harden with the ball doing that, but where does that leave Kyrie? I, I would assume that that's the role that Kyrie would it's normally play. No, Jay, exactly what I just said. He's you think he's going to be running around like maybe running yeah. baseline to baseline like like Rip Hamilton waiting for a jump shot there or exactly. I don't know Just like last night did you watch the game last night Yeah yeah, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't have to play a role. He's going to hit 37 points just by doing his own thing. Whereas Westbrook and Harden fucking they are a team. You got to be worried about them all the time. You got to be worried about Kyrie just doing what Kyrie does. That's what makes the Nets still scary to me. If they could get their shit together and not let a team score 136 points on them in a game, granted there were two overtimes, yeah, um, because they couldn't stop a three-point shot twice, um, I think they are still very scary. I think if they beef their defense up, you got somebody that could get it done on their own, and then you got a pair of two people that can just fucking slaughter you uh, on their own too. So they have so many options, so many offensive options, we should say. So many offensive options that they're a scary team to me. And Jeremy, I won't argue against that at all because when it comes down to it, you I mean, I'm going to back what you said. You said that they're a scary team. They're a dangerous team. I can't see anyone right now just looking at value. I cannot see anyone. I cannot fathom anyone else coming out of the East. I think that Milwaukee is soft. Yeah. I do. You put Milwaukee up against a bigger team or, I mean, a, a, a potent team, you know, a team that's a real contender. I think that Milwaukee folds. Yeah, like, I, I do. I think that they fold. I don't think that they have the other pieces that are, that are, are strong enough that are going to stand up when Giannis's jumper starts to fail. Yeah. And I think it will. Like last year. I think it will. And the postseason. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's not his game. So are the other pieces there? No, I don't think that they're there. So I, I, and I think there's still value on that, right? Like if you look at it, if you look at the numbers, yeah, I I don't know what the future is at for the, for the nets to win the East, but um, yeah. Lakers nets final. I think, didn't we say it was like 400 plus 400 or plus 300? You parlay it plus 400. I think so. We got to go back and check. But that brings me to another point. Jay, are you going to be, are you going to do any NBA picks? I, I was looking at it and based on when we do the podcast versus when we have to do our, get our cards ready. It doesn't, we, we don't, we can't see a, a ton of games and B we, we don't have, 
we don't have the odds or we don't have the algorithm built just yet to, to say where we would be comfortable calling a spread on future games if we were to say use Google or, or whatever. And even then the games on Google for the weekend aren't released until like what, 5 p.m. today or 6 p.m. So yeah. I, I think I think you and I uh, maybe flesh sometimes. I think we could do a good job about talking previous games in the week and games that are coming up and just giving our opinion there and, and providing value that way. I think that would be beneficial. So for instance, like, yeah. and like I said in the chat earlier, Hornets, Lakers, fucking cover monsters. Um, yeah. I can't wait to make some money on some of those covers that are just insane. Like uh, double point spread that the Hornets come out of nowhere. And you're just like, Oh no, we're a shit team, but we're still going to cover this uh, 10 and a half point spread. Like it's insane to me. But also, Jeremy, if you like something and it's in the week, you can post it on our Instagram, and we you can yeah that that that's a yeah. good point, Flesh. I think that that's what we should do, right? Because the NBA lines they're so quick; they come out. You, I mean, you have to wait on them, and when they're out, they're out, right? Um, I think that what Flesh is saying is a good idea, right? Yeah, we should post them on an Instagram story. What we're feeling, if Flesh is feeling something that's hot, it, it, you know, you know, it's teasing him. He can't sleep at night. You know, he says, "I know this is coming up tomorrow." Fuck, fucking post it. Right? Like Conor McGregor, knockout first round. Right. <laughs> right. How, do you guys have anything on MVPs for the NFL season? Or NFL, Jesus, NBA season? Man, flesh. I'm just waiting for my turn to talk about some uh, Formula One. Oh. I'll let you guys run with that. Oh. I, um... I I think, and and I don't love saying this, but um, you know I'm a Mavericks fan through and through. I've been a Mavericks fan for a really long time. Yeah. Right? So I've experienced a lot of highs and lows. Right. More lows than highs. I know that Luka Doncic is the favorite right now at plus four fifty for MVP, but I feel like the Nets are gonna blow up and they're gonna take off. They're going to get a lot of press, a lot of press. People won't, people are not going to stop talking about the Nets. And Kevin Durant is plus 600. I think there's so much value on that pick. Kevin Durant plus 600 for MVP. Am I crazy? Boys? I mean, I don't know. Uh, You want to hear mine? I I got, I don't think you're crazy. I got, I got some sleepers. I got two. Nikolai Jokic. Yeah. And Joel Embiid. Yeah. That that's who I'm I'm looking at for right now for value. Uh Jokic is uh eight eight to one and Embiid is uh ten to one. I like those odds right there, boys. I like that you mentioned Jokic, man, because Jokic is uh by far my favorite center in the NBA right now. Uh, yeah, I was always uh, just to put it, put it, uh, just to put some perspective on it. I was always a big fan of uh, Vladi Divac, and I think he's Vladi Divac 2.0, 3.0, whatever it is, right? Because his passing is amazing. He can rebound, but he can score, right? He's um, he's a different breed. He's truly, truly special. And um, I mean, if Jokic won, I'd be over the moon, man. Now, Jokic, really well, Jokic is average. He's averaging right now ten assists a game and twenty five points, and usually that's on pace to be the MVP. And right now, that's what he's averaging. 
Tyler, tennis is a game. You are you're an amazing point guard if you're averaging tennis is a game in the NBA. Yeah, and he's a seven footer. So I have a, I have a lot of San Antonio Spurs friends. I, I mean, I have a lot of fans friends that are fans of the San Antonio Spurs, and they won't stop singing you know Tony Parker's praises. Oh, Tony Parker was this. Tony Parker was that. But you know, he wasn't always a ten assists per game player, right? As a point guard, he really wasn't. There were no. lots of other point guards that were much better passers than Tony Parker. And here we have a center that is averaging 10 assists a game. Get out of here. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Just statistically, I mean, for, for argument's sake, you know, when we talk about when Russell Westbrook won, we won, he won because of his numbers, not because he had a great team. Case in point, case in point, right? Well, the reason Tony Parker started slipping up is because he cheated on Ivan Longoria and you just, I, that's just a dumb decision. That, yeah, that was that was a big L. He took a big L right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of L's, let's go to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Talk Formula One. And dogs. Take Why are you shit? calling an L? Why are you calling an L? Uh, last Formula One bet I placed, I fucking won, motherfucker. Remember that. <laughs> well, how far out are we from Formula One? So they changed the schedule, so it's still going to be, I think, March 21st. I think it's March 21st, but they had to realign it because Australia has different COVID regulations, so... The Australian Grand Prix is going to be moving towards the end of the season, and they restructured. But, hey, look, I'm going to make this quick. This is all I want to say. These are the things that I want to be paying attention at. They changed the rule books. They tried to – the FIA re – Re, they 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 redid the rule book so that every team I will say every team but not every team because every team had a different structure as far as their car goes. They tried to reduce every team's downforce by at least ten percent. Now, with that being said, what I would be paying attention to is. Again, I said this before on the last uh, on the last podcast. Um, other teams already changed things around to. They were anticipating this, and they made changes. Mercedes didn't do it. Um, Red Bull didn't do it. <clears throat> but here's what we're looking at, and this is what I'm interested in. And Jay, you're probably going to like this. Fucking Perez, he's no longer with he's no longer with Racing Point. Yeah. He's now going to be with Red Bull this this year. Yeah, he's a quality driver. I like him. I like him a lot, man. Yeah. But I was I was going to ask you a question that it might you know, it might throw you for a loop, but so when we're talking downforce, right? When we say that um downforce slows the car down, right? A little bit. No, it, it it doesn't slow the car down. It it makes the car more unstable. So right? would you so would you say that uh 
that uh, so, dog walks right before the podcast are 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 like our downforce. <laughs> Whoa, wow. So what I think, I think this is what we're going to see. And this is what I think is interesting. Oh. Nice plug there. Nice jab to the hip. Wow. I like it. I like it. Torso. To the, to I just want to wake you up, here's, Eric. I just want to wake you up, baby. That woke me no, up. But here's, hey, that woke me up. Here's what we're going to see, right? Is, is, you know, the Ferrari team, they already adopted these different changes in the setup of the car before the FIA put the rules into place. And that's why you see people like Leclerc losing traction towards the end of the race and, and, and his back end is coming out from behind him because he's not like his car is just not capable of what Mercedes is doing and what Red Bull is doing. But here's what's interesting now they have to adhere to these new rules, right? Yeah. So you're going to see these teams. Again, what I think is fucking interesting. You're seeing, you're seeing Perez. He's leaving fucking Racing Point, and he's going to Red Bull, right? And Red Bull is already one of the dominant teams it's right money, behind man. Mercedes. When's the last time a car other than Mercedes won? Do you know off the top of yeah. your head? Because I'm I'm just I'm just curious because all I ever hear is Mercedes, 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 and Mercedes always wins. Well, so like, is there any value in any other driver? Back to but but here's here's where it gets fucking. Maybe for individual races, but if we're talking championships, Eric. If we're talking we, champ we like talk individual races. I see the value, but if we're talking championships, Eric, are you betting against any? Are you ever gonna bet against Mercedes? It goes back to what I said the last time we talked about this on the last podcast. With all these new regulations that the FIA is putting into place, I want to say, especially with racers changing teams, that's a whole new dy dynamic too. I want to see how these racers, how these drivers control the cars because holy shit, Leclerc in 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 the in the Ferrari car when they adopted these new designs. Look, you go back and look at the races. Leclerc he loses control towards the end of the race and his back end slides out from behind him. Well, that's because they already they already adopted these these new designs. And the car doesn't have the same downforce that Mercedes does. Now Mercedes has to deal with that same shit. Jeremy, what are you laughing about? Go ahead, tell me. What are you laughing about? I just what do you know about this? Hilarious. I'm, I always know I'm going to go Mercedes a thousand percent. I'm laughing out of psychosis right now. Uh, but that's what I want to see. Mercedes every time. That's what I want to see because now Mercedes, they don't have the advantages that they had last season. Yeah, I'm gonna so, say I'm gonna I'm gonna say but my my faith is still in Mercedes, right? My faith is still in Mercedes. I'm gonna say right out of the gate this season, I'm not picking Mercedes. I'm pick I'm, I'm not picking a Mercedes driver. I'm picking I'm picking other drivers aside from Mercedes drivers for the first couple of races. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy, but 
Here's the thing that has me concerned. Look, I'm Jay, I'm not going to disagree with you. Hamilton is a fucking god. Batas, damn good fucking driver. Not going to argue with you on that. Yeah. But what I want to see is how they handle the car when it doesn't have the controllability, when it doesn't have the downforce. Yeah. And when and, and again, when it doesn't have the DOS system, that they're accustomed to that that made them look you want to break it down let's break it down the difference between the you know the driver and the construct and uh, the construction league right that's what we're looking at so Mercedes is going to be looking at a, a shitstorm of trouble. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I can't wait to see how it plays out, man. I can't wait to see how it plays out. And uh, you know, when they come when they come down to Austin, it's going to be a good show too. So, um, Eric, I want to see. Hold from- on, what Eric? What happened? You just yeah. you just went blank, like mid statement. Yeah, I want to see it coming to fruition, though, Eric. I want to see it happen, though. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm flying to Austin whenever NASCAR goes to Circuit of the Americas. You better goddamn believe we're going to that race. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm down. I'm I'm down with Jeremy to go to Austin to uh, see that race, and I'm with Jay at the same time. Uh, at the same at race, the same time. Ooh. Well, hey, you know what? You guys, you guys are dealing with the uh, drunk yeah. Eric right now. So no, we, no, the th- listeners know this, this is a fun time. <laughs> this is a fun time. I got to sit there, here. Well, hey, but real Eric, quick though, real Eric, quick, the listeners are feeling the downforce. <laughs> I got to sit here for a fucking hour listening to you guys talk about sports that I don't know shit about. And now when you give me the chance to talk, you want to make fun of me. So if only, if only, if only you had enough, if you only you had enough time to study other sports. I mean, I get it. It's hard. <laughs> I understand. Oh no! Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh God! I didn't say anything. I just said I get it, man. Uh, again, to the original question for the third time, and I just—I don't need a long answer. Is there anyone else other than Mercedes cars that you would take a long shot on to win the whole thing right now, or do we no. need to see more out of the season? What? No. What I love. What I fucking absolutely love and I'd be afraid of at the same time. Perez is now with Red Bull. And you still have Max Verstappen with Red Bull. So that will be an interesting pair up. So no. Perez is fucking good. Perez is fucking good. Yes. But he's been riding in the Ferrari team and they're not giving they're not giving him the tools that he needs. Verstappen is a fucking force to be reckoned with. But at the same time, with that being said, they do not have the same setup that Mercedes has had. And now Mercedes is have they're going to have to redesign their car to adhere to these new rules. So bad Red Bull. It's a dude. I would go for Red Bull again. Like I said, the last fucking episode I would watch the first fucking Grand Prix or two just to just to see what's gonna happen. 
But Perez with a different team, different car, different setup, everyone's dealing with a new car that they're not familiar with. Even fucking Hamilton. Perez is, Even fucking Hamilton. Perez is Hamilton's plus 2,100 to win the whole thing. So those odds what? are huge. No, 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 no. We're going to do this race by race. I'm not talking about Oh, my God. I've, the, the, the listeners must be pulling out their ears. Like, I'm getting, I'm dr- getting drove crazy here. I just want to know, is there any point to bet on any car other than Mercedes right here, right now? No. Okay. This is a fucking, a- this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, I know, but like you, people want to have futures. A lot of people bet futures, so that's why I was getting that out there. So you're saying well, what basically well, you're saying okay, is so, you need so to see if, if, with the new terms, the new adjustments, the new rules, the new drivers and new places, you need to start okay, seeing some races. So you right? want you want futures? Fine. Let's go with Hamilton. Hamilton is that fucking goddamn good. Okay, yeah, that's all that's all I was getting at. Let's get into the set in stone, boys. I think Jay just went to go kill himself, Flesh. Um, yeah, let's go set in stone. In stone. stone. We're doing set in stone? Yeah, let's go set in stone. Jay, you kick us off. Oh, I love this. I love this. You know, I've been waiting for this for a really long time because the Italian league has been so closed. It's been Juve, 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 Juve over and over again. Whoa, the old How lady. Good is it? The old lady. How good is it? But, um, now you're gonna put it in there now it's open it's wide open and the and the milan teams they're coming up the milan teams are there i love ac milan at home this week for plus 165 on the money line against the weekend atalanta ac milan set that in stone Pull Love that it. chisel out, that sharp chisel. Love Swing it. that big hammer. Let's do it. Very sexual. Very sexual. Love it. Jeremy, what's your sentence, Don? Well, based on the tone of your voice, I think you're one step away from just ending it all. Jeremy, what is your sentence, Don? We're, we're desperate these days. Like, uh, <laughs> things are getting crazy, you know? Like, what's your sentence, Stone? I think we uh, might need this money, man. We might need this money. I'm going. I'm going. This one was hard, boys. I I I, I didn't know this week. All all the picks are just kind of everywhere. I'm going bucks plus three on this one. Um, I'm I'm reeling for the story that I the the story that I sowed earlier today. Um, I want Brady to go to the Super Bowl. I want him to meet up with Josh Allen. And I want them, I want Allen to prevail in the Super Bowl over the Thomas Brady's uh, one final time on the big stage. So, Bucks plus three, set in stone, end the fucking podcast, please. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot, I forgot to hit the button. Uh, Eric, you're set in stone. Sorry, Jeremy. Fucking absent, dude. I I, I know. (laughs) Eric. My set in stone, you know. Like I said, times are getting desperate. I don't know what to do, boys. Um, I'm Let's gonna have another conversation you know, about Mercedes. Hey, tell you know, me about the downforce. 
you know, make fun of me a little bit more. I might have to, you know, take care of the dog. And then we have dinner for tomorrow night. Um, my set in stone. Call me fucking crazy, man. Crazy. Okay. I'm, I'm taking the, you're going to love this. Uh-oh. I'm, conference championship i'm taking the bills as the lowest scoring team oh, oh. wow eat that shit and love it wow that's ballsy i like it i like it i don't know why i think it could be tampa well boys <sighs> because i don't think it's gonna happen I've said it once this podcast. I'll say it again. Take the over on the Bills game. I'm going. I'm disagreeing with Eric. I think it's a shootout. Bills Chiefs over 53 and a half. Take it all day twice on Sunday. Let's go around the table now. Get our final words before we part ways and see you next week. Jay, final words. Rossoneri is back. AC Milan. Jeremy, final words. Enjoy the NFL while we still have the boys. Uh, it's, it's leaving us soon. Eric, final words. I absolutely love how you guys shut me up the moment I start talking about Formula One. Dude, you talked for 15 minutes, man. This podcast well, is going to be over two hours. No one else is talking about it, so why can't I? Well, if you want to have your own show, we can set that up, man. I'm dead serious. Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even kidding. Like that's not a joke. Let's I do don't it. know I anything mean, about it, it. We're going two hours into this shit. Hey, I mean, I think we're done. No one else wants to talk about it except Jay, and I love the fact that Jay likes to talk about it. All right, my final words are: hammer that fucking over. It's gonna hit. My set in stones have been hot three weeks in a row. We're rolling on four. Hammer that shit. Hey. But bet responsibly. And remember, you can't bitch if you don't bet. Bye.